Welcome back. Let's delve into today's market activity with David Shapiro from Saspen Securities. Thank you so much for your time, David. David, I knew that there would be fireworks in the UK today, but I didn't expect them to be this big. Uh, Finance Minister, UK Finance Minister Kwasi Kwateng, after cutting his IMF trip short in the UK, came back to being fired or as they would like it to be seen that he resigned. Um, yeah, thinking maybe uh, <laughs> forcibly resigned. <laughs> How are you interpreting uh, that situation? <laughs> yeah, well, the removal company, you know, um, <laughs> uh, putting people into number 10 or what's it, number 11, yeah. and taking them out. You know, in the last couple of months, I think we've had... Now, we've had three different uh, finance ministers sure. in the, or chancellors of the Exchequer. It's a mess. Yeah. It's an absolute mess. And I wonder if Liz Trust is actually going to last the pace as well. I'm sure there are going to be some uprising. In the meantime, I think the UK is all over the place. It's having kind of a marginal effect on overall markets. I don't, yep. think, I don't think the UK uh, is a big influence, in, in, but, but it's still... Uh, it is attracting a lot of attention, particularly from the currency point of view. Yeah, that's the so, thing. Yeah, so, yeah, he didn't last that long. He should have stayed at the IMF in Washington. At least he would have been <laughs> yeah. able to go to parties and, and, you know, and have a few drinks and so that's on. That's what I was thinking, David. He left that whole party to come back mm. to being fired. Mm. 38 days as the finance minister. I mean, one yeah. of the shortest serving uh, ministers there. Uh, quite tragic, actually. And... Um, mm. You just wonder, I mean, did he have to be the sacrificial lamb here? Well, I, I think obviously, uh, the, you know, these were his beliefs yeah. uh, to cut tax and uh, um, Reaganomics and the supply side um, support for the UK economy, trying to get it to grow. I think the ideas were probably right, but the implementation just didn't work. Yeah. And I, we're, we're in a very difficult spot at the moment in global markets. It's so hard to do anything at, 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 at this stage. So I think their timing was just shocking. Yeah, You know, where inflation is shearing ahead and soaring ahead, and uh, they're trying to put in a policy to counteract it as well. So I don't think anybody really has a in grip of what's happening in in markets at the moment and i'm talking mainly around the inflation story yeah so yeah you are you you, yeah mm, i think by taking any kind of position like that yeah yeah in a time when uh inflation is surging and I had a conversation uh, earlier on this week uh, with um, uh, Craig Earlham from Awanda, and he was actually saying, you know what, the only thing that they needed to say in that mini-budget was just about the um, energy price cap. That's literally yeah. it. Yeah. All the yeah. other things, yeah. no yeah. need for that. Um, yeah. You know, I, I was having a chat with my colleague that um, if, if this kind of change happened uh, in the cabinet, uh, markets would be losing it. And uh, quite interesting that you mentioned that we, the markets have actually responded mm. positively uh, to, to mm. the change. But now I'm wondering if the markets are even worried about the, 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 the changing of the guard there, or is it a case of they're clinging to now the U-turn on some of the tax cuts that were announced at, at the mini-budget? I think they're happy to be where they were. Yeah. You know, I think uh, really to go back to... Um, you know, the starting point again. Mm. But I don't know where that leads, Liz Trust. I don't yeah. know that's, you know, from that point of view. Um, 
you know, the UK markets are very similar to ours. Mm -hmm. UK companies themselves don't make up a big part of it. Um, um, I'm, I'm saying manufacturing businesses. If yeah. you look at the UK, it's energy companies, it's mining companies, it's, it's financial companies. Very similar to our market uh, to an extent. You know, they haven't got a nice person process, but otherwise we kind of almost track them. You know, they've got the Glencores and Rio Tintas and BHP Bulletins, as we do as well. But I mean, I don't think, I don't think I've, I've bought a manufacturing business in the UK. I don't think I've looked at anything other than some of the miners. So yeah. um, I, that, that's very telling. So, so then, yeah. uh, David, I mean, just with these changes then, yeah, does that change your approach in terms of how you're looking at UK stocks? No, I don't look at UK stocks. Yeah. You know, when I, by, by saying I don't look at them other yeah. than from a mining point of view, which mm. we've got here, but I don't think there's anything exciting in the underlying economy at the moment. Look, they, they, not only are they still trying to get out of the pandemic and, you know, like other clubs, but they also haven't quite uh, sorted out Brexit yet. You know, this is this hasn't gone the way that the that, that the leavers suggested. You know, it's yeah. it's still in one one big mess. Thank goodness. I think the only thing we like about the UK is the Premier League. You know, <laughs> that's something that we savor and enjoy. But I mean, apart from that, the Queen's gone as well. You know, that's yeah, that's so... really tragic. You know, yeah. And I don't think we quite into old uh, King Charles at the moment. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, let's cross the ocean and go to uh, US. So earnings yeah. season yeah. kicking off today with some of the major banks reporting. Um. It seems like quite a, yeah. a mixed picture, but I think largely good because you've seen those stocks up. So you had JP Morgan and Wells Fargo beating analyst forecasts and then Citibank beating on revenue, but then profits falling 25% yeah. year on year. Uh, what's uh, your sentiment on, the, on those earnings? Look, it's, it's, I think they're, they're better than we thought they would be. Mm -hmm. We were watching very carefully to see how... They would have managed the last few months and they seem to have come through it okay. Remember, they also, a lot of their influence is trading, although maybe not in the retail banks as well. That's always tricky yeah. because trading in these markets can be punishing or it can be very rewarding. But overall, Sonata, you know, the results have been okay. Mm. As we've seen companies come out, Pepsi, Cola, are doing better than the market uh, expected. And I think that's very important. We can't read the traders. When I say the traders, you know, out there are people with massive balance sheets with uh, a lot of courage, you know, who trade the market. Mm. That we can't understand or we can't get a grip on. But when you look at the underlying businesses, we look to see how they're handling the current economic environment and are they still stable? Is there anything to worry about? And so far, so good. And I think generally... Yeah. You're going to find some very good numbers. Yeah. Uh, you know, coming out. How the market, forget about the market. Yeah. You know, forget about uh, um, the pricing them up and down, et cetera. Have a look at the balance sheets. Are they okay? Is the business still steady? Is it stable? Are they still selling their products? Are they coping with, with all the noise out there? And the answer, I think, is going to be yes. Yeah, and uh, the biggest noisemaker is inflation. You had today no. the uh, Michigan, the University of Michigan's consumer sentiment survey showing that inflation expectations have risen. Of course, this comes um, on the heels of the stronger than expected CPI and also hawkish comment from the Fed. Uh, how are you digesting all of that? 
I can't digest it because I have absolutely no idea what's happening out there. Yesterday, we're, we we see this turnaround in the markets, which I don't think anybody has witnessed for I don't know how many years, yeah. where the market collapsed and then just took off like a rocket. <laughs> so you get a bit of confidence and you're feeling quite good about going into Friday, the futures are up, and then comes this piece of data, you know, which just knocks us sideways again. You know, you say, oh, my yeah. God, you know, mm-hmm. just just give us a break. And I'm I'm afraid we're going to keep going through that until the Fed speaks, you know, until the Fed changes its tune or or gives some guidance. And and so now just to understand the reason markets are like this mm. is that there's no when I say no confidence in the Fed, there's there's no clarity coming from the Fed because they want to remain flexible. And True. what the markets are saying, we don't know what's gonna to happen tomorrow, you know. Better to stay out, and that leaves a way open for the bears to come in and just play around at will. And you're right about that because just yesterday I was just saying that the messaging from the Fed was quite confusing because mm. as much as they're saying that, oh, we need to um, you know, crush inflation, but also at the same time you have some policymakers saying that, uh, no, we need to be wary of the risks uh, yeah. in the economy. So just a lot that's happening there. Uh, let's go to something that's not confusing, and that is Mondi's performance. So, underlying core profit from continuing operations for the third quarter up 55%, uh, saying yep. that the higher selling prices and volume growth more than offset uh, those input cost pressures. Are you bullish on Monday? I like Monday and I like what they've done. And I was a bit negative, not negative, I was a bit cautious because of the FedEx results that came out not too long ago, yeah. where uh, you know profits came down or certainly volumes are coming down, which reflects trade, you know, and uh, all your e-commerce <laughs> deliveries <laughs> are in a cardboard box. Yeah. So I thought this might have reflected on Monday and they might have said something about that, but there's no suggestion in their, uh, in their results about any kind of slowdown so you know yeah. good luck to them it's a it's a good business uh good space mm. good numbers and and you know one of the few decent businesses on the on the jsc at the moment but there again good yeah, okay. results all right yeah because the underlying company is all yeah. right uh you know, uh, you mentioned the FedEx um, results, and, and I remember the Dow just losing its mind mm. when those mm. numbers came out. Um, it, it was a bloodbath. The whole market was just yeah. under pressure. So quite interesting that there really isn't a link between the two. Uh, how about Sappy, David? Because I know that you, you are... Um... <laughs> That's, Sappy's a thrombosis stock. I mean, you know, you buy it, you get a thrombosis. You know, you're going to have a heart attack because... You never know from one quarter <laughs> to the next what's going to come out of SEPI. But it you know, seems things are turning either around. Increased costs, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, it's either increased costs or whatever. You've, got, you've, got, you've probably got to buy the company when it's totally bombed out. But, mm. I mean, uh, for choice, I'll go with Mondi without, you know, <laughs> it's just simply that it's a much consistent, uh, better performance. And also, you know, SEPI is also exposed to, um, you know, to paper, to specialized yeah. paper and that, which is, which is a difficult area. Um, as you know, everything is going um, yeah. internet or uh, digital rather yeah. than printing paper. You know, so um, that's, just that's, that's a it. reason. Yeah, I, no, no, I've just, I've been around a long time from the time that they built, you know, the, the factories <laughs> and I, I've just be just got so punished, you know, holding sappy. You never know where I am. <laughs> what, do they Mondi, say? what do they say? <laughs> Once bitten, twice shy. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear you. I hear you, David. All right, let's get to your stock pick for today. <laughs> you know, I, I, I chose on Wednesday, I chose LVMH. And I like what's happening in the luxury space. And what's encouraged me even more, I was listening to an interview with Montclair, the CEO of Montclair, who says they're in for a bumper season yeah. um, in winter, you know, in this coming season now. Now, you know, Montclair, it's something that you would probably wear, uh -huh. you know, instead of wearing the Uniqlo jackets <laughs> or going to Cape Union Mart, you know, you would yeah. probably buy Montclair exactly. one to keep warm. And it's a, it's a, it's, the new CEO or the current management have done exceptionally well. And, and I like the message that he came out. Mm. And what he did say as well, which LVMH said, the Americans are coming, you know, in, in, in hordes into Europe because of the strong dollar and buying all the luxury. So just watch the luxury space still strong. All right. All right. I hear you. And that's actually been the messaging for quite a while. Um, mm. So, yeah, we'll be keeping an eye on that. But thank you very much for your time and for your insights, David, just walking us through what has moved the markets today and this week. David Shapiro from Sassman Securities.